Today on Rooted Daily, we talk about how we can move beyond self-esteem. Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where in 10 minutes or less each day, we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God. I'm Brandon Levy, and today we're looking at how to move beyond staking our identity and our self-esteem. And this has been a central tenet of modern psychology, that a healthy sense of self leads to better overall health, which by all indications is true. But our error hasn't been that we've misdiagnosed the problem, but that we found the wrong solution. And around the turn of the 20th century, theories of self-esteem emerged in psychology. And by the 1960s, our effort to create a better and healthier sense of self turned into a popular campaign to boost self-esteem, tying identity to how we feel about ourselves. And we've had almost 60 years to see if improving self-esteem actually helps resolve any of the difficulties we struggle with when it comes to identity. So what have been the results? Do we have stronger relationships, communities? Do we have less clinical depression or anxiety? And we can go through the numbers, but I think you can open your eyes and see not a chance. And it's because we're treating our identity uh, problems, our struggles with identity, with the wrong medicine. Now, concern about self-esteem as we know it isn't new. It, it really began with Adam and Eve when they ate the fruit in Eden. Before that, self-esteem wasn't an issue. Before that, Adam and Eve were found. They weren't lost. And so they had no need to find themselves. They had healthy self-esteem because they knew God. They esteemed him above all things, certainly above themselves. And this made them healthy people, secure in their identity as children of God. And they worked together with God. It it wasn't a a, a competition. Their self-esteem was rooted in humility. It was defined and experienced by God. And so before, when their, their self-esteem and their, their sense of self was rooted in humility, it worked. But since that time, it, things have changed, and it changed for them, and it's changed for all of us since. When we detach ourselves from God, we rebel against him and our effort to be more like him, like it talks about in Genesis chapter 3. And self-esteem then becomes rooted not in humility— but in pride. It becomes infected with selfish ambition, and it's not there to glorify God anymore. It's there to glorify ourselves. And that's because we're looking for our self-worth in the wrong places, in ourselves, instead of in God. But knowing who I am, knowing my self-worth, having a clear sense of identity, those things are important. And it will go a long way to resolving my insecurities. So how does the Bible tell me to find my self-worth? How does God want me to find my worth? Well, first, we we tend to think of self-esteem and think of it as requiring a competition. We have to be better than others. We think of ourselves as stars shining uh, more brightly than the person next to us. And we gauge our self-worth by how much light is reflected back to us, whether in approval or praise or admiration of others. And we think that the more approval and admiration we get, then that means the greater glory and therefore more self-esteem. The problem with that is that people who do obtain glory among men, they rarely tell us this works. They they have just as much difficulty finding their self-worth as the rest of us. 
It's because a healthy sense of identity doesn't require prominence. The Bible tells me it requires me understanding who I was designed to be. And I wasn't designed to be a star. I was designed to be part of an organism. Romans 12, 3 through 6 says, For by the grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourselves more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the faith God has distributed to each of you. For just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members don't all have the same function, so in Christ we, though many, form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. We have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. And if your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it's serving, then serve. If it's teaching, then teach. If it's to encourage, then give encouragement. And if it's giving, then give generously. If it's to lead, do it diligently. And if it's to show mercy, do it cheerfully. I find my self-worth when I humble myself, when I stop comparing myself to others. And I don't think of myself more highly than I ought. You know, body is Paul's favorite metaphor for the church. Uh, and it's for good reason. It, it illustrates who we are in relation to God and in relation to one another. Jesus is our head. That's what it says in Ephesians 5.23. And we're all members or parts of his body. And it all begins with grace. That's what Romans 12 verse 3 tells me. By the grace given to us, none of us deserves the membership in the body. It comes to us from God as an incredible gift of his grace through faith in Christ. Neither do we choose what parts of Christ's body will be. You know, God assigns us our roles. Uh, 1 Corinthians 12, 18, it says, But in fact, God has placed the parts in the body, every one of them, just as he wanted them to be. He places us where he wants us for the purposes he has planned. Each one of us is needed where God has placed us. And just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members don't all have the same function, so in Christ we, though many, form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. Romans 12, 4 through 5. And just like a human body, no particular part of Christ's body is more or less important based on how visibly prominent its role. Continue on in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 22. It says, on the contrary, those parts of the body that seem to be weaker are indispensable. And the parts that we think are less honorable, we treat with special honor. And the parts that are unpresentable are treated with special modesty. And while our presentable parts need no special treatment, but God has put the body together, giving greater honor to the parts that lacked it. You see, none of us can do without the other. And so each of us is important, each of us is vital, each of us is unique, but it also means that each of us is very limited in what we can do. We're interdependent upon each other. This is the key to understanding our identity. This is why we have such a hard time finding our self-worth. Imagine you're a big toe. You had to look in a mirror. You probably have a hard time without any eyes, but just imagine you have to look in a mirror and try to distinguish your worth. 
And by yourself, you realize you can't do all that much. And in the same way, when I look in the mirror, I realize that on my own, everything I do is pretty insignificant. Even if I do something incredible, like cure cancer or land on the moon, it's all confined to the few years I have here on Earth. It's going to fade away in time. And that's why when trying to discern God's will for our lives, we often get confused if we just look at ourselves in a mirror, in isolation. And just like a body that's separated or a body part that's separated from the body looks strange, we look strange when we're taking out of the context of the church. It takes the body of Christ to understand the function of a part, and it takes all those parts working together to make that body function. Most importantly, it takes the head, which is Christ, to make everything work and matter over time, not just in this, this vapor that we have here on earth. God has an incredible plan for your life, but know that you can't accomplish it on your own. Your plan, his plan for you isn't intended to bring you glory now. When you move beyond self-esteem, when you center your identity on Christ, then you can rest comfortably knowing that what you do matters. That'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily, and we're looking forward to sitting down and talking with you next time. Hey, thanks for watching this episode of Rooted Daily. We're praying that you're growing with us as we study the Bible and use God's word as our only foundation. If you appreciate this content and want to make sure that others see it, subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app and hit the share button. Most importantly, if you're ready to take the next step, repent, be baptized, and hand over your life to Jesus, shoot me an email to brandon at rooteddaily.com right now.